What is good, y'all? Happy Sunday. It is your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana. And welcome back to Black Talk Radio, where we discuss the latest in black culture, black news, and black history scenes. So that track I just played was by Lee Gabi, our guest for today. Um, the song is called Clear My Mind, off her latest EP, so I'm excited to be chatting with her today but you know it's been a week um i'm here i'm happy ready for the new week i got dj bam with me in the studio so bam tell us how was your week yo my week was dope told you went down to um little little work slash vacation i was down in miami uh looking at some real estate and also met with a couple of uh club owners not the promoters the actual club owners okay and then um i took a little uh Got on one of the little boats. I didn't know you could actually take a boat to the Bahamas. Oh. So I spent the day in the Bahamas. That's fun. It, it, it was definitely dope. Like, I felt like I was back home, though. Like, you know how we just take the train to, like, New York? Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was actually dope to get on the boat and um, go to the Bahamas, whatever the case is. And it's crazy. I paid for, paid for it while I was down there. Like, I didn't plan this. Mm-hmm. Was it expensive? No, nah, it wasn't really that expensive. It wasn't really that much. Okay. You know what I mean? Cool. But besides that... Um, it was also uh, my way of, uh, I, I got this thing every time I go on vacation or go away, mm-hmm. that's like my little meditation to myself. Like I get to meditate, uh, mm. basically come back and think about uh, how can I restart or pick up where I left off at. Right. Okay. So, so I made like a little, a little, uh, I don't want to say bucket list, but a to-do list before 2022. Okay. That's good. That's good. For so, sure. What's up with you though? Like, what's good? Like, I see you getting stuck on the train with coworkers. Oh and, my gosh! And y'all. I see so, you you becoming a know, New Yorker now. Now that you're not on the West Coast anymore, you officially becoming an East Coast person. <laughs> listen, y'all, I be taking the train to work, and I just feel like they don't be wanting me to be great. The trains be late <laughs> sometimes. The train started getting stuck, going backwards. I be having to deal with all that. Now, if that's the train, I like New Jersey path, or that's the sub. That's nah, the it's the New Jersey Transit train. Oh. This, I haven't had any issues with the subway yet. Fingers crossed. Yes. But, you know, your girl is still doing what she got to do. And speaking of doing what I got to do, Black Talk Radio's Back to School giveaway ends this week on the 31st. So okay. if you haven't entered, now is really the chance. Um, You know, we are giving away... $100 gift card either to Amazon or your school bookstore in which college students can use that, you know, to help them with supplies or books for the fall semester. Because I like that. I like that. I like that. Back to school is here. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like summer went by so fast. Um, I, I didn't have a summer. <laughs> why not? When I say, like, I didn't have a summer, like... My summer was your wasn't your particular summer like you know everybody get out of school go on vacation just enjoy it mm-hmm. take off I didn't my summer took off meaning like it reminded me we was back to reality everything's officially back open mm-hmm. so I got busy I did a lot of makeup events oh okay uh, it was fun and I've actually it turned out better that we didn't do the event actual last year it, it was great that we did it because they got to rethink and you know fix their guest list. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I personally, I don't know, I became one with myself this summer a lot. Like, I, I, I realized a lot of things mm-hmm. about me that I'm like, I got better or I still need to work on. 
But I have okay. like no like nothing bad my way. So that's my, good. That's so my like summer. A... Like I said, my summer. And then plus, I'm back in school with my dance. So, so like I, I go back mm-hmm. fucking September too. So it's like my hey, little get my, those good grades, y'all. Of course, of go course. Back to school. Shout out to everybody that's going back to school. Shout out to everybody that's going back to school in person. Um, unfortunately, in my college where mm-hmm. I, where I'm at, um, they're still on some BS. Mm-hmm. Only certain lab days is in person. Mm. <laughs> so they're not, hopefully by spring semester, we'll be back full in person because I wanted to go back in person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely think um, in person is better than out um, because the virtual, I feel like people start tapping out after a while. Like it's hard to, you know, I think everybody has a, 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 a like, a, it's hard for everybody to stand still in one spot and just look at a video compared to if you're in a classroom. Think about it. If you're in a classroom, mm-hmm. you can't really get comfortable and put your head down and really how you want to. Mm-hmm. But when you're on video, you like, first of all, you can turn the camera off, even though some professors don't like that. But right. you can turn the camera off. And like you said, you can be comfortable not paying no, no, no <laughs> mind to class and shit. No, literally. But another topic that I wanted to get into was um, Kanye West decided this morning um, Donda is out. Oh, he's not waiting? Nah, it's out. Donda is out on all streaming platforms at, since this morning. Oh, he corny. Why he, why he didn't want the 50 Cent uh, part two with him and Drake? Man, I don't know. But this uh, is, this is his 10th studio album. He has how many tracks on there? 26 tracks. Um, 26. Some of the artists that he has on there, Fabio Foreign, Shinsia, Roddy Rich, Vori, Jay-Z. Oh, so he did leave the Jay-Z verse, verse on the album. Yeah, he ended up leaving it on because there were saying that he took Jay-Z off. But he, he wasn't. That was just a special appearance for the baby that day. That's all. And apparently, though, the baby was supposed to be on there, but... They were having an issue clearing his uh, verse, and Yay and Kanye had put up a screenshot of someone from his team and Kanye talking. And Kanye's basically like, "I don't want to take the baby off." He was the first person to admit that he would vote for me in public. <laughs> so I honestly haven't listened um, to the project. I've listened to the tracks with Shinsia on it because, you know, I'm Jamaican. So I feel like, I once again, to. minus all the shenanigans that he goes and he does, I believe, like, this was a dope marketing move that he did. He did a listening party tour in mm-hmm. stadiums. And the actual last show, he gave a, a real full-out virgin with his house, the baby coming out, Marilyn uh, Manson, all it was—it was just dope. And I think, like everybody said on social media, I think we just seen mm-hmm. the rebirth of Kanye and Kim. Like I don't think they're over. I think they're back together. I mean, I don't really know if they're back together. She was at Donda um, shows. I do think this was a cool marketing strategy for those of y'all in my live right now. Have y'all listened to Donda? And you know. I'm waiting for my man over at Rock Nation to send that over. What, what, what were your <laughs> thoughts like on the project or Kanye's rollout? Even I definitely think the the touring aspect of it was cool. Like I, I've never seen an artist do that. 
Like, Hov did the phone thing, right? That's how Samson got everybody about the, the galaxy, whatever the case, and that was dope. Mm-hmm. But to go on a stadium listening tour, he's not even performing. He's walking around <laughs> with an outfit while we all was listening to the music. Now, you asking people how they feel about it now. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see no reviews or nothing from people from the show. Everybody was just more concerned about the show. They were like, oh, the show was weird, but it was mm-hmm. dope. I didn't hear nobody actually speak about the music itself. So now that it's actually out, like, you think it's going to do numbers? I think so, because it's highly anticipated. Mm. I'm still just like Just like Drake's project, Certified Lover Boy, whenever it drops, they no, say... It, it's, they it's, saying it's September third, right? Yeah, and supposed to be said. They both have supposed to drop on September third because allegedly when they when they heard it's that Kendrick K Dot is back, he will be dropping. Yeah, and when is he dropping? They were dogging him though. Why? Right? Saying that he's not good, like a lot of people on Twitter. <sighs> you goddamn Twitter people! Listen, what's wrong with Twitter? I ain't got nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying you 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 know how I feel. You Twitter I, is um. <laughs> It's not for everybody. <laughs> I will say that, but I'm very excited for Drake's Certified Lover Boy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a diehard Drake stan at this point in my life. I still bump the old Drake like it's the new Drake. I, I just love, I love that man. Like, I feel like all three artists would have had a good run if they would have dropped all on the same day, but it's good to see Kendrick finally back. He mm-hmm. did, the, I feel like he did the Dr. Dre move, but. I also feel like everybody on Twitter, to your Twitter followers, um, you got to remember, music is worldwide, but we also, we in the, us in the United States, mm-hmm. it's sad, we're divided by markets, mm-hmm. different markets, so uh, I don't know what your majority of your Twitter fans from, what market they're in, but he damn sure going to do number from Midwest to the West Coast, I'm telling you. Drake? No, uh, Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. Don't sleep on Kendrick. Kendrick actually had no, records. No, I think Kendrick is good. Like, I think he'll be good. I mean, but I just, just hope he don't come on with no spiritual shit. Like, everybody grows. Like, my biggest my biggest pet peeve is with artists. Like, okay, I get it. You grew. You grew. You're not the same no more. Mm-hmm. But don't come spitting like Nas, and it's hard for your fans to adapt. And when but, I say, I mean, why why we can't let artists just be who they want to be? No, no, no. They could be what they want. Like, like Jay Z. We don't heard the hustler side of Jay-Z, the pimp side of Jay-Z. Now this nigga raps about art and, and real estate. And we can understand that if you grew with him mm-hmm. or if your mindset is to that. But some of the artists, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, it's hard to adapt when I hear certain things. I'm just like, all right, cool. I can respect that. Right. Like, for example, you're going to laugh at me, but <laughs> I'm not going to front. I would love to hear another B2K slash Amarion project. Okay. I would love to hear a Bow Wow project. Okay. Just to see where they at. And it's sad because like we watched them grow as kids. And it's like when it, it's funny when, when kids stars become adult, for some reason the world does not take them serious. Mm. Only people like Justin Justin Timberlake, they took serious because he grew, and I guess he grew with his nah, fans. Nah, but I think Justin Bieber too. Justin Bieber actually grew with his fans. And I, I, I just feel like not every child star get to have that advantage. Mm-hmm. But like some of these people that's going back on the screen tour, I would actually love to hear an album from them, mm-hmm. and I think they'll do numbers. How do you feel about this Aaliyah project coming out with Drake and like a whole bunch of other people on it? It's well overdue. 
personally, and I was a Leah fan, and it's crazy because I didn't get to name my first daughter, mm-hmm. uh, but I always said I was going to name my child to Leah, Aaliyah, or just Leah mm-hmm. because of Aaliyah, especially when she dies. I was definitely a fan of hers. I feel like I just hope the right people is behind it, meaning Tim, Genuine, Missy, Mm-hmm. And whoever else, you know, who brought her out, do this project the right way. Just don't add a bunch of new motherfuckers on there just because. But I feel like with a lot of post, you know, albums, that that's what happens. Yeah. Because, okay, so boom, like Pop Smoke's uh, close friend in the interview said, like, I'm pretty sure there's no more music left. It's not. Like, 100%. You cannot go in there and computerize. and not. you can't. You can't, I like, feel like they should have stopped at the project they released last year. No, no, no. And just let that be it. From, from a person from the music industry, that was more so music that he already had in the cut that didn't make the first album. Nine out of ten times, that's... that's but there's the, so many features on it. Like, it's so much undone music. Hey, they they, 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 they just try to, like, still give the fans what, what they... They was going to get if he was still here. Yeah, I just like Biggie. Like, there's no more Biggie raps. If mm-hmm. it is, trust me. But Tom Diddy going there and really cleaning it up from because remember the audio from back then to now is really different. It's a different. Tupac is over. He ain't got that much rap. It's over. Right. So Aaliyah, we didn't get to hear some of those unfinished projects from Aaliyah because mm-hmm. Aaliyah did have a lot of songs in the cut. She did. She has this song called Erica Kane that, like, is only on SoundCloud, I think. It's so good, though. See? Now, it's only on SoundCloud. Now, are they going to pick that on the project? I couldn't tell Matter you of fact, that. who even released that? Who who released that on SoundCloud? Like, because, you know, she was a major artist. Why would she have a SoundCloud at that time? Like, it wasn't... Yeah, I don't, like, I don't think she, like, they put it on SoundCloud. Like, someone else, like, a fan, maybe, or somebody. Leaked it. Mm. Yeah. But even, okay, Drake Certified Lover Boy, there's like a lot of leaks, and I've heard them. But it's a lot of leaks, and the songs are unfinished. Now, my theory on leaks, stop me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Leaks are now starting to be within camp. I don't care what nobody say. When I say within mm. part of camp, I mean a, a tease. Like, they want to just see how people going to react. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm starting to take a lot of a bunch of these leaks now. Do you agree or disagree? Or what's your thoughts? Mm, I don't know because, for example, like City Girls, when their project has got... No, no, that shit got leaked, leaked. You could tell. Yeah, like they was really mad. Like they were really trying to wipe it off the internet type shit. So I feel like it really does depend. Um, But I don't know because I feel like Drake, in this instance, Drake is... This ain't the first leak that we heard from Drake. It's not, but in the same instance, we all know Drake is a perfectionist. He'll yeah. redo something so many times. So it's like it's bound for his stuff to get leaked. Now, from you hearing the alleged leak slash unfinished, possibly unfinished, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts already? Early or early I, early early reviews if you can. Early reviews, that shit fire. Not because you're a fan, that's don't count. <laughs> put your listening ears on, take your fan ears off, and put your listening ear on. Airs on. Yeah, I think it's good. Right. I don't know, like Drake is a good like I feel he's like he's a he's a one great performer, great mm-hmm. entertainer. I'm mad because I only got to see him one time and that was early in his career. Really? 
yeah. I'm talking about like live on the live show. He mm. came out on, 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 on Summer Jam. Um, I just happened to be in the right place, right time. Got some <laughs> free access. That's, that's an off-air story. But um, I always wanted to go to a Drake concert, and I ain't going to front. Every time I try to go, I ain't going to lie. The tickets are ridiculous. The prices, uh-uh. Is it more than Beyonce? Um, I think the very last one that he went on, I think that was with him and Future, the mm-hmm. very last one. That's when him and Meek Mills pieced it up. That was definitely a head-to-head Beyonce ticket price. <laughs> yes, but our guest is now in the building, okay. so she's about to join us. All right, all right. Come on, Instagram. Don't be on the weird stuff. Oh, okay. We live. Yes. Hi, how Hello. are you? Good, thank how you doing? Good. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. For those of y'all just joining the live, this is the Black Talk Radio interview with D. Gotti. So, first things first, for those who don't know, can you tell us, you know, where you from and what made you start getting into music? Um, I'm from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I guess what made me start getting into music is, uh, I just just always had a passion for it. Mm -hmm. I never, like, uh, actually, like, you know, performed and stuff like that before now, but you know, I always like to sing and stuff like this. So, you know, decided to pursue a career now around this time. Okay, that's fair. So you you said that like I I've read that you really started taking music serious like during the pandemic. So can you talk a little bit about that and like how that came about? Because I feel like that's such a unique way to come into your artistry. Yeah, thanks. Um, it really started off. Uh, one day, I just decided to post some uh, videos of me singing in my bathroom on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then uh, them shit started booming. So I was like, "Well, shit, let me let me try to get in the studio and see how I, how I sound in the studio." So I started getting in the studio and start recording, and you know, the music started progressing. I started getting more love off the music. So after that, it just went up, and then it was during COVID, so I didn't really have to like. It gave me a lot of time to really like lock in and like mm-hmm. really like you know, progressing my craft, really, like, you know what I'm saying? For sure. What was it like, you know, the first time that you went to the studio to record? What was that experience like for you? Uh, I was, I didn't have no, I was nervous. I ain't had no confidence in what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing at first. So, you know, at first it was like, it was just like, okay. But then I started going more and more. I went consistently. I, I, was, I was going damn near every day. Mm-hmm. So from that point, you know, of course, right. after that, it got better. For sure. And what would you say would be, like, some things that you did to, like, gain your confidence as an artist? Or what advice would you give to any artist looking to gain their confidence? Um, Just stay consistent. Stay consistent. You doubt yourself now, but you just stay consistent. It's like, it's like any other thing. You just gotta. It's like playing basketball. It's like football. You just gotta practice. You gotta go to practice every day. You don't go to practice, and you'll never get better. But you know, the minute you start practicing, and you see, you see yourself elevating. You know what I'm saying? That's what's gonna keep you going. For sure, for sure. So I want to get into your project. Um, just called to say, truly one of my faves. Love it. So, um, can you tell us, you know, how that project came about and what was it like putting that together? Um, it, 
basically the whole project is about uh, a past relationship I was in. So a lot of them songs really just came from, you know, the experiences I had with that person and me just incorporating it. Every time I went to the studio for a session, whatever was going on around that time, I'm like, you know what, for, for put this shit in the song and eventually all this shit just came together. And uh, my bad, what was, your other, what was your other question after that? No, that, that was the full question. Like, how did the project come about and, you know, what it was like recording that? So would you say, you know, a lot of you was in a relationship, a lot of the songs based around that. Would you say music has been like an outlet for you to really express yourself um, as an artist? Of course, yeah. I feel like that's, I ain't gonna say that's the only way, but I feel like, yeah, that really is like the only way I feel like I can really like express myself. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I love it. I definitely think it's a it's a dope project. If you could say like your favorite track on there, what would it be and why? Clear my mind for sure. I feel like I was talking my shit. <laughs> nah, definitely. Yeah, I just played that. <laughs> That's really, I like that song a lot, and I like Headache. Um, for those of y'all in the live, drop, drop, let us know what what's your favorite song off of Just Called to Say for sure, because I'm interested to know and see. So I always, I always like to ask my guests. You know, we talk a little bit about when you first started recording up until now. So I have to know, as an artist, what are your studio sessions like? Because I know some artists, they like to have like certain people around them. They like to you know, roll up before they go in the booth, drink a little. So what is it like for you? Yeah, I got a vibe for sure. I always got to have a blunt. I can't, I, I ain't going to say I can't, but I always got to uh, have a blunt. I may drink every once in a while. Um, I don't, I, I record in a big studio, but I really like small spaces. Like, I like... Spaces like this, for instance, I got the mic right next to me. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I really enjoy, you know, more intimate spaces. You know what I'm saying? Where I can really tap me on myself. But, yeah. Right. And as far as, like, do you have people go with you to the studio? Like, friends? Or it's really like a solo dolo thing? Uh, I don't have friends in there if it's, like, a big studio. Mm-hmm. But most of the time when I'm in small spaces, I would much rather be, like, by myself. For sure, for sure. I definitely feel you on that, that, you know, I feel like too, especially if you're an artist and you're making like vulnerable music, it's sometimes better to be alone versus being around people. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, if you could say one, uh, one of, you know, the biggest misconceptions, you know, as an artist people have about you, what, what would you say? Misconception, what do you mean by that? Like something that people think of you, but it's just like, nah, like that, like that's not even. Some people think of me. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I would say like, I mean, if you don't listen to the music, most some a lot of people think I rap, I right. guess I could say. And I've but besides read that. Yeah, and I've read that in, um, in an OK Player article um, that you was a part of, that you said like a lot of people off the top think you're a rapper. So yeah, how do you? I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, is, was it something that annoyed you at first? Because I feel like if it was me, I would low key be mad. Like niggas keep coming up to me saying I'm a rapper. I'm not a fucking rapper. Like, 
Nah, I think it's hard. I think it's hard because it's like a lot of people tell me, like, damn, that shit throw me off. I hear the music and then I look at you and be like, what the fuck? And I like it. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's different. So, yeah, shit, I like to have the look of like that because I am a, you know, I'm, I'm an edgy person. So, I like to have the look of that edginess. But, you know what I'm saying? But it's a whole different, you know what I'm saying? When you hear the music, you hear that vulnerableness. You're like, damn, this huh? <laughs> Nah, for sure. Okay. I definitely, definitely feel you on that. If you could say, you know, one of your favorite things about being an artist, what would it be and why? My favorite things about being an artist? Not having to uh, wake up early in the morning. You're not a morning I like getting up. Being able to get up whenever I want to. <laughs> nah, um, my favorite thing about being an artist is... Uh, Really everything. So I like just everything. Everything. It ain't really really nothing specific. Everything. I like everything about it. Making music, the the love I get, uh just being able to have people impact other people just by doing something I love. For sure, for sure. And you know, I think that's dope and I think that's a you know, a dope thing about being an artist is that like you connect with so many people and like so many people, you meet so many people because of the music that you make, and it's impactful to people. So I definitely, I definitely feel you on that. So I have this segment on my show. It's called Quarantine Q&A, where I basically ask my guests, you know, what their time spent in quarantine was like. So first things first, when you heard that we were going into quarantine and that everything was going to be locked down... What was your like initial thoughts? My initial thoughts. At first, I was like, "Damn, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be able to do nothing." Cause yeah, I had started. I was like, "Damn, I ain't gonna be able to do nothing if I start." Especially if I start doing the music stuff, I ain't gonna be able to, uh, you know, perform or do nothing. I ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Mm-hmm. I had like a negative outlook on it at first, but like I said, you know, I realized they gave me time to do what I did. So after that, I was like, "Okay, okay, I see." Right, right. Now, during quarantine, did you, you know, take some downtime to yourself? Did you relax? And, you know, if so, what was that like for you? Yeah, I was, well, yeah, I was caked up. I was really caked up the whole time. Like I said, I was in that relationship. <laughs> so, yeah. You had a quarantine boo, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely feel you. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. We do have some questions in the comments that I do want to get to. I try to do that. So let me take a moment. Um, Isaiah Graham 63 said, how do you make time for your regular life with your career? I make time for my regular life. Um, I still uh, I still do stuff throughout the day. Like I don't have like a, right now I have like a, just a crazy set schedule. So I kind of just, you know, wake up and if I, if I know I got something to do that day, I'll go ahead and get it out the way. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I wake up, go, 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 go get food, go do something with my girlfriend, come back, maybe record again. Like, you know, my day kind of, it's not on schedule, so I make time for both. Right, right, right. You have a good, a good balance, which I think mm-hmm. is really important. Okay, so we got another question from Lord Be With You. Are we getting that album by the end of the year? An uh, album? I'm not gonna lie and tell y'all that you're gonna get an album by the end of this year. 
but you definitely gonna get another EP and more content for some like, shows too. Might end up doing. I ain't gonna say might. Most likely gonna end up doing some shows soon. But the album gonna come. It's gonna come. But I ain't gonna say it's coming this year. I gotta, you know, I gotta take time on that. Right, for sure. Yeah, I definitely feel you. Um, are you excited to do shows? You know, have like since you've been, cause you, you know, we talked about like how you started in quarantine and stuff like that. So is that something you're really excited for? And you know, how do you feel like about performing on stage? I'm lit for that. I can't wait. That's gonna be my favorite part is mm -hmm. performing, cause I'll be able to really like see, feel it, see all my supporters face to face, and really feel the energy. Like you know the. The Instagram and the social media shit is cool, but that shit really don't make me feel no. Like, I feel, you know, I feel good that people support me, but I want to, you know, In see person. these people and feel these people. So I'm ready for that. Right. Because I feel like social media is great, but there's nothing better than like in-person interaction. Yeah. For sure. So I definitely, definitely feel you on that. Yeah. So thanks. back to my quarantine questions. Um, you mentioned that you were you, you did take downtime during quarantine. So were there any like shows that you were watching or like books that you were reading during your time in quarantine? Um, I was binge watching um uh, what's that show called? Uh what's that show called? Uh damn, P Valley. I was I was Oh, uh, that was, show is so good. <laughs> I was watching P Valley, I was uh I was watching uh, the so-called Hoarders. <laughs> I was binge watching Hoarders. I don't know. I was watching a lot of weird shit that I probably just went up and watch on a normal day. Mm -hmm. For sure. P-Valley's really good. Um, they're coming back with season two soon. So if y'all haven't watched that show, I really recommend, okay? Mm -hmm. For sure. Were there any books that you were reading by any chance? Uh... That's what I should have been doing. I'm saying to say, no, I did not read no books during quarantine, but I should have. I feel like reading books, um, I want to get back into it. I read one book during quarantine for real, like that I actually finished. Like my problem with books is like I start, but I don't finish. Mm -hmm. Like I bought, this, I bought this other book a couple months back and I haven't finished it. But I hear a good book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. So I think that's, I think that's next on my, my book list. So I'll let, let y'all know how it go. Cause you know, maybe it's better to not give a fuck. Of course. It's always better to not give a fuck. Nah, for real. So that wraps up. Oh wait, no, I got one more quarantine question. So during quarantine, you know, we in the house, it's nothing to do for real. Were there any, like, snacks that you just kept eating during quarantine that just was, like, your ultimate favorite? Uh, what was I eating every day? Hell, yeah. What was I eating every day? We was eating. I think I was eating, like, steak all the time. I was eating steak every day. It was not even a steak. I was eating steak a lot. Really? Hmm. Cooking steak every day. Do you like to cook? Well, no, I ain't gonna say I was. No, I can't, I can't cook, but my spouse, my spouse was cooking steak every day. Okay, you was you was living the life. Love, love, I love that for you. Yeah, cooking, um, cooking definitely is a 
task. Like, you really got to do the work. Do like, it. Right. Like, By the time you get done, you don't even want to eat no more. That's why I don't, I don't like to. Like, mm, I just want the food. Yeah, facts. I don't know about, I don't know too much about that, that, that cooking stuff either, so. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. I definitely, definitely feel you on that tip. So, you know, 2021, we are, I don't need, I can't even say halfway through the year because what, September is this week. So just a couple months left. Um, what would you say as an artist, you know, some of your goals for the remainder of the year? The goals, my goals by the end of the year? Yeah, just for the remainder of 2021. Shit, hold on. Low key, I'm going to show y'all something. Shit. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, too, it's too many of them. <laughs> wow. I got a whole vision board. Uh, shit. So, shit, let me see. I'm going to just name some off of there. By the end of the year, I want to already have did like hella shows. I already dropped two EPs or one or two EPs already. And hopefully, you know, mm, that's all I can think. That's all I can think of. Well, not think of, but I guess for right now, cause it's, it's a whole, it's a whole list. I'm trying to go through that. <laughs> a lot going on. We just gonna have to stay tuned. I definitely, definitely feel you on that. Speaking of shows and things of that nature, if there's like any artist that you could perform with or even work with, who would it be and why? I really want to work with Brent. Okay. I want to work with Brent. I feel like, I feel like me and Brent, like we, like we speak the same language in the sense. I, I feel like me and Brent be on the same shit. I feel like he, and he, he a dope dude. I actually met Brent. I went to his birthday party uh, early this year and I got to meet him. And he was real humble, real cool. Shit, so I'm, I want to work with him. Okay. We're going to manifest that. I'm sending you all the good, all the good energy your way. And, so I appreciate that. Yeah. I like Brent. Yeah, I definitely think he's dope. Um, And I could see y'all on the track together for sure. For sure. Sure, um, so. Any other artists or just artists that, like, inspire you in general? Uh, In general, uh, Chris Brown. That's my biggest inspiration. Mm -hmm. Chris Brown. That's really the nigga that made me want to start singing, like you said. Okay, and if you could say your favorite Chris Brown song. Favorite Chris Brown song. He got a catalog on him. So. He really do. That's what I'm saying. Then you can't ask me that shit. Um, uh, li uh, liquor, uh, liquor. Something in this liquor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's all heavy. It's <laughs> heavy in my feelings. Yeah, that that's definitely that's definitely a good one for sure for sure. I feel like yeah, he does have an extensive catalog. Like, how you just said, like, it's so hard to pick, like, your favorite Chris Brown song is how I feel about Drake. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, Certified Lover Boy, this week. Mm. Nah, yeah. Yeah. That man Drake could go. That man go for some. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that would be dope, though. Um, Brent, Chris Brown, we're going we gonna to manifest that for you. 100%. So I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So, if you could say one of your greatest challenges as an artist, what would it be and why? Uh, my greatest challenges is, uh, uh, I guess I say, like, uh, 
I, I guess trying to, I don't know how to put it. I guess when I, I guess like when I got stuff going on mm-hmm. in my personal life, basically trying to keep it out of, you know, keep not projected on, mm-hmm. you know, the people on the outside, like make sure I'm still keeping myself together, make sure I'm not, you know, putting too much out there. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. For sure. I definitely feel you on that. I feel like just in general, like when we as people go through personal, like personal stuff, like it's hard to not bring that into your career aspect of your life. 100%. So I definitely feel you on that. What's your zodiac sign? Say it one more time. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, you be in your bag. (laughs) My sister is a Pisces, so. Yeah. What's your sign? Can you guess? I feel like you, uh, you, uh, (laughs) damn, I want to say like a a Leo. Nah, but I'm a fire sign. You're a Scorpio? No, it's not a fire sign. Fire is Aries? Sag. I'm a Sag. You're a Sag. Mm, okay. We get a, we get a lot of hate, low key. Um, I don't know. I feel like all the fire signs get they be really on our body, like really like saying like we terrible people. I don't know. I like fire signs. Y'all balance me up. That's you know good. what I'm saying. For sure, for sure. Nah, definitely. So big sag. If we got any sages in the chat right now, <laughs> drop a. Drop a little sun something, okay? Cause listen. Steady, we got some Pisces too. Shit. It's almost it's almost our season, okay? We got we got like a couple more months to go and then we outside. So Y'all in like December, right? They trying to like December? Yeah, December I, and like the end of November, but I like to see. Uh, you got like five more months. <laughs> nah, we coming. Okay. Yeah, we got a minute. <laughs> Oh, shout out to all the Sagges. Hey. And we ain't got no Pisces on her. Any Pisces? No Pisces. no Pisces? Y'all gonna do her like that? Come on. It gotta be at least one Pisces in the chat right now. Uh, Damn, it's hella Sagges on her. Damn. <laughs> you must have attracted all the, uh, all the all Sag energy or something. We, rule, we definitely rule the world. Okay. <laughs> so, my final question for you. If you could leave the listeners with one thing to remember about you, what would it be and why? Um, one thing to remember, I guess, is like, I'm a, like I always say, I'm a, just always try to keep it real and raw. Just know what you see is, you know, who I really am and what you always going to get. You know what I'm saying? Just gonna keep staying true to me and make sure I'm inspiring other people to stay true to themselves. I love it. I definitely think that's something that everybody could take with them and relate to. I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me today. This was super fun. Um, When I end this live, it should post to our Instagram, so anybody that missed it could play it back. And I just want to thank you, and I'm wishing you all the best. I appreciate you having me on. You're welcome. Take care. I'll tell you too. So that wraps up our interview with D Gotti. Make sure y'all follow her, tap in with her, 
Her latest project is out now, and it's super duper dope. Um, really one of my faves. I be in my R&B bag, so, you know. And some of her tracks are actually featured on um, Black Talk Radio's R&B playlist, uh, Volume 2, that dropped not too long ago. So make sure y'all tap in and check that out as well. But as you know, every, you know, time I'm on air, I got to put y'all on to a new song, right? It's only right. So for our new at noon this week, um, the artist that we're highlighting is Nisha. She's from Jersey. And her latest song, Ease My Mind, she's super duper dope. She has written for so many artists that you've probably heard of. But this is her first debut single, you know, that she's written and performed. So I hope y'all enjoy it. Let me know what y'all think. And I will see y'all not next week, but the week after that, because, you know, every other Sunday we're live. It's Black Talk Radio. Bye. With, With one, one tap. tap. Only on Tap, tap Radio. Radio.